the internet and welcome to this episode of Play That Funky Music Zite Boy. Uh, that is courtesy of the Vanilla Ice concert at Mar-a-Lago. I was about to say, were you at Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> I saw that shit on the news. Watching man. that same, that one, I feel like that one guy's Instagram is the one that blew up the Ugh. spot because he was so thirsty and selfieing with Donju yeah. in the background. Like, look, it's me and Doju. See, white boy. We're saying white, and I'm showing. <sighs> oh, man, that whole thing. The Beach Boys, it was oh, a, a whole all-star lineup. Mike Love is one of the great villains. Not great villains because he's not like a good character, but he right. does represent everything that's evil about America. Hey, man, um, but his descendants can ball, huh? Yeah, man. That's right. Is Kevin uh, Love having a good season? Is he playing? Nephew. How's he, how's he looking? Uh, he's out with an injury, I think. Oh, uh, then never mind. See, that's his yeah. karma. That's what happened. That's right. I know uh, another one of uh, another nephew or cousin. It's so weird. How many? Oh, really? Yeah, like love offshoot people. I've like, all right, it's only one other person, but then they were anyway. It's love is in the air, y'all. Hey, or COVID. Right. I don't know, depending on <laughs> one of the two. Uh, actually, we know which one it is. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about NBA basketball. Steph Curry is trending, uh, because uh, last night or two nights ago, he put up 62 points, a career high. Um, yep. He's also trending because he made 105 straight threes in a viral video or something, some uh, ungodly number something of threes. Something fucked up looking. Yeah, it was wild. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, the, he's, you know, pe- people were talking trash because he's now on a, on a bad team and yeah. they're saying, you know, this proves he can't carry a team by himself, which it does. Kind of. I mean, people are like, well, LeBron like is on plenty of teams where there's no talent and he would like take them to the Eastern. But no one had sympathy. Right. Nobody had sympathy. I feel like the the narrative with Steph is like, it's like, woe is Curry, you know, kind of like and I get it. But like, um, but it's also funny to see when like punditry chooses to be like, this is a thing that we should feel bad for this guy. And other ones like, well, I mean, like if he's that good, I mean, you got to make it work, you know, like, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find like all the, that real boring. I don't give a shit about like the sports punditry is the least interesting, like part of discord of the culture, I think yeah. in the, in the world. So welcome um, to this podcast. <laughs> where um, we, <laughs> but the thing, <laughs> the thing that I, like the thing I always, about this different about our banter. <laughs> <laughs> I am always just blown away by like the fact that he's six foot three, one hundred eighty pounds. Like it's all skill. It's yeah. all like yeah. he, there's never been somebody who uh, is not just next level, like athletic and putting up like dominating like yeah. this. When he's got MVP you know wars. he's built because he's built like a person on Tinder. He's Tinder tall. You know, six three. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, that's six, three. To NBA. Ooh. You're like, look at you, tiny child, man. <laughs> right, be right. gone. Yes. Oh, oh, here's. Oh, we'll dust off Muggsy Bogues old uniform for you. <laughs> I'm sure it'll fit too baggy on you. Um. But anyways, have you been watching hoops? Oh yeah, baby. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? I got my aunt. Lakers. I got my good. dude. Schroeder. That's a shrewd signing. I must say. <laughs> I must say. Uh, Mr. Palinka, hats off to you. Uh, with all the moves, Trez looks great. I think every it's fun to watch everybody. I like even watching Houston. I like watching John Wall kind of start getting his little form, yeah, his rhythm. That back. is one game that I watched. Um, and also 
and also feel I'm I told you before I have like a sick thing where I'm like feeling I'm laughing at how bad I feel for Russell Westbrook um, just because it's, it's really all to do with that one clip of him when they went 0-4 and he has the thousand yard stare like yep. on the bench and like that assistant tries like pump him up and it was so clear it's like no Russell has left Russell has <laughs> Russell left, has the, left game. the building he's physically here but he's he's not the same but yeah, yeah. it's been it's been all fun it's early yeah, early yeah. doors but it's good to see you know the losses that the Lakers had at least I could wrap my head around I'm like okay the Clippers I get it like moment like uh from a pride standpoint they're gonna come in way more pumped up than we are uh especially given how the preseason was and all the shit talking that's been happening and even the Blazers like they Except for that game when they lost by 50 the yeah, Clippers. yeah that was something and then that was a thing and then the next day that happens and I'm like what the fuck uh but whatever you know we'll we'll all all be said and done by whenever the postseason begins this year it's interesting that the uh ratings are up because like that we were we were all kind of wondering why were the ratings down for various things um various sporting events because people were stuck at home during quarantine or a lot of people were and I think it there's just like a real seasonality to the the rhythm that we consume. Like because this would normally be the NBA season, yeah. Christmas Day basketball. People are watching is what it. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the ratings are way up. Uh, the games are good. They're like putting, they're having two like series where teams will play each other two uh, days in a row, and that's been pretty dope. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Olivia Wilde is also trending. Yeah. Because um, the NBA. Yeah, she put sure. up 45. A lot of people thought, yep. you know, for a rookie, in, that's pretty good. Yeah, in unreleased Jordans that no one saw. People were like, what the fuck? <laughs> just shooting out the lights in unreleased Jays we've never seen. Uh, so I didn't know this. We didn't know this. Yeah. Olivia Wilde, she split up from Jason Sudeikis in November. Yeah. First of all, I was like, what? That's and new. the reason she's trending is she pulled up to some wedding with Harry Styles and they were all booed up. And I was like, wow, Jason Sudeikis, what? I don't I don't know the nature of their split. Like if who my sympathy, my fee, my empathy should go in what direction. Yeah. But I bet like if you're Jason Sudeikis <laughs> and <laughs> your wife, your ex-wife is booed now up. like booed the fuck up with what most people would be like, well, Jason, it's Harry style. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know who be upset. Dude. What friend would be like, yeah, man, that's fucked up. I feel like it's one of those things where you'd be like, well, I mean, Jason. It's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know, right. I know it's I know it's fresh yeah. and all, but like, let's be real. Like, if Jason said, I mean, if Harry Styles pulled up to you, what would you do? He'd be like, Oh, yeah, I would I would be on that too. Uh so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it just ha- he's more bummed that Olivia got to meet him before he did. <laughs> Uh, it's like I just thought honestly it was more that yeah, yeah. I was hoping after leaving I split I would be with Harry but I guess he is with her but she's directing him in an upcoming film so I think that's where the mm. sparks began to fly got it yeah, yeah Harry Styles is yeah big shocker uh, I, li- I liked him a lot in Dunkirk uh, I like watching yeah, no him shade for him. everything like, you, bro? for sure I just like, it's just funny. Like in this instance, the only person I'm really kind of want to check on is Jason. Like Olivia Wilde's living her best life. Harry Styles is living his best life. Jason Sudeikis, you know, I know you, I know you love sneakers. Uh, Maybe, you know, you could cop a couple pairs on StockX just to kind of fill that hole. um, That Harry Styles hole. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) I think it's like, this would be like if Scarlett Johansson left Colin Jost for, 
I don't know. So like Harry Styles, I guess there's a Harry Styles is a singular entity, but it's like, yeah. we already thought you were overachieving and then the, it just self-corrected to, uh, right, like, Oh, right, 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 right. 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 Um, funny can anyway. only go so far. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm worried. I'm like, Oh shit. Oh, um, I'm like, but, but her majesty, I have Jordans and I'm funny. And she's like, yeah. And so now I'm with Louie from one direction. Damn. <laughs> oh, knew it. Tomlinson, uh, you got me again. Wonder Woman 84 uh, is, you know, it seems Trending like it's- in a number of ways. Yeah, it seems like it's the latest sort of The Last Jedi, Ghostbusters reboot, sort of just to really divide audiences to the point of becoming political. For manplaning? Yeah, manplaning. Yeah. Uh, Different than the splaining, just complaining. Yeah. Um, and this, it, it seems like every time there's some uh, element of misogyny at the core of the complaints, The Last Jedi uh, had a female protagonist. The Ghostbusters had a had women protagonists. This movie has a woman protagonist and a woman director. Um, and yeah, people are people are mad. Don't they know how dumb men on the internet are? <laughs> They're gonna cry. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I watched it. I, I haven't. I'm seen not it like. I liked the first one better. Um, yeah. Although I loved, I will say, I love the aesthetic. You know, uh, as as somebody born in '84, you know, I re I recognized everything from the. I was that conscious uh, yeah. as an infant newborn. But like, <laughs> I like the. I mean, although there were some things like somebody pointed out. Like I think it was like Roxanne Gay or someone that her father had built the DC Metro station that they were like, there's a scene in a DC Metro station. She's like, oh, my dad built that in 1988. Wow. wow. And so it was like, so you people were like it. nitpicking on yeah. stuff like that. I think just to have fun. I, I, there was just like, I only, my only issues with it wasn't like, oh, this movie is awful. It was like, there were just a couple plot holes that like for me, I was just like getting fixated on because like I love comic stuff. And then I was just like, what? Uh, all right, well, uh, and then Her Majesty, who's not a comic book person, was also confused by this like one element. But other than that, I mean, shit is is basically free. What the yeah. fuck are you complaining about? That's <laughs> again, it's like airplane shit. I was like, cool, new uh, thing I have not seen that was supposed to be in theaters. I will just sit on my couch and press this triangle button. Great. Chris Pine apparently comes back uh, in a body switching, a switcheroo respect yep. <laughs> method uh which i think people are mad about but it definitely like just all the sounds of it sounds like it has like a very like intentionally goofy 80s movie vibe to it yeah probably but it doesn't and quite i think it just it doesn't i think it aesthetically didn't nail all of that to put you in the right. mindset to go oh the rhythm is such that i'm watching an 80s sort of funny version uh right. but Kristen wig i think was probably the was really enjoyable to see her like play this other role that she's in, like rather than just being like, you know, a sort of more straightforward comedic character. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see where Kristen Wiig goes. Cause, uh, I feel, I feel like, like, yeah, she's places. so fucking funny and she's such a, like, yeah, she's so good. And when she's got the right role, but then there's like a lot of times she just like pops up randomly. Yeah, um, but I think it's like a lot of things like you see some comedic actors because, like, you know, a, a lot of actors will tell you comedy is harder than doing dramatic acting. Like, yeah, that yeah. to do comedy at a, at a level like where the highest do it is something that they all are like 
nah, that, that shit is harder than me crying. Yeah, like, I don't know. Sure. And I think, but vice versa. But we also see how many comedians actually end up being really solid, dramatic actors because of found, sure. their foundation. So, fuck, shit. I mean, we'll let Kristen Wiig be the new fucking Meryl Streep. Who knows? Yeah. Glenn uh, Close. I don't know. MacGruber. Uh, her her turn in MacGruber. <laughs> One of the greats. You think she'll pull like a Jonah Hill? Wait. Yeah. Be like, I'm not a comedic actor. Yeah. She's like, no. And then we're like, well, hold on, Kristen. Don't don't go all the way there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not to say that you aren't a good dramatic uh, performer, but you are very much a comedian who's at, yeah. at the top of their game. That too. should be. Yeah. That should be the something that you wear as a badge because a lot of comed or a lot of dramatic actors can't pull off what y'all do. Um, yeah. Except for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could, I could, triple threat over here. I mean, I don't know about you, man. Cast us in Hillbilly Elegy. Exactly. <laughs> you want to see Watch some me transform. Uh, <laughs> Into, yeah. What was that? I saw that thing they made of you looking like Chalamet. Oh yeah, that was that was ordered by Teresa Lee, uh, the very funny stand-up Teresa Lee. She was like, "Yo," because I think on a on one of our year-end episodes was talking about uh, me having like how I would look with Timothy Chalamet. Uh, oh right, hair curls and vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it was haunting. They made it so it was haunting. Let's talk about John Mackey. He is the CEO of Whole Foods, and he solved America. Uh, so that's. That's cool. What's wait? Why uh, is, moving on? No, just even hearing anything that the the CEO of Whole Foods is trending, I'm yeah. like, what kind of take? What happened? Because it's not like because Whole Foods is Amazon, so it has nothing yeah. to do with really Whole Foods like that. So I'm curious where what got this man's name trending. All right, I'm just gonna read you the quote. Oh, I mean, honestly, we talk about healthcare. The best solution is not to need healthcare. The best solution is to change the way people eat, the way they live, the lifestyle and diet. There's no reason why people shouldn't be healthy and have a longer lifespan. A bunch of drugs is not going to solve the problem. Um, so come spend your entire paycheck at, at Whole Foods. Unless you what? work at Whole Foods, in which case you can't afford to. What the fuck? <laughs> the whole thing is you don't need it. You just need more health. Then you don't need health care. Okay, yeah. please solve poverty next. Eat your way out of uh, poverty and disease. You just yeah. need more money. So do that. I Okay, then easier said. Mm -hmm. That's a very nice way. I mean, it's it's funny. We've, we've, we've crossed paths with people of this mentality of like, yeah. dude, what you eat supersedes everything else and everything you're experiencing is because of the food you eat. Not your genetics, not because of hormones, not because of any other internal thing that could be going on that differentiates one fucking corpse to the next. Uh, and it's like this. I'm curious if John Mackey has that thing where, like we always say, you hit the genetic lottery and now you're 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 putting everything on the fact that you drink in this sh turmeric shot in the morning yeah. rather than like. Yo, you might just have really good genetics that are responding to all this. Might have hit to the say, genetic, the circumstantial uh, yeah, lottery. The like, CEO lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this dude probably did not pull himself up out of an orphanage by his bootstraps would be my guess. I don't know. I don't know. know the story about John Mackey, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's very American, you know, American approach to everything. Uh, we, also, we, yeah, I'm like, I wonder what what are the health benefits like for your employees if you're out here being like, we don't need health care, right? 
first yeah. of all, I now that think... I got ahead of that, uh, to all Whole Foods <laughs> employees, rather than healthcare, this. you can take as much celery home as you want. Right. I do think that they are notoriously, or not notoriously, I think they're like above average maybe to work for, but then there's also, you know, you hear the, the complaints, but then they're also part of Amazon, which is has turned treating and paying employees like shit into a, you know, culture. Yeah. Culture. Um, and finally, uh, Maria Bakalova, uh, Maria Bakalova. Mm. Maria (laughs) Bakalova. Mm, They call me Mr. Bakalova. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maria Bakalova from, uh, the old, uh, Borat movie there. Yeah. Yeah. She, I thought um, I had pictured Maria B- Butina when when we first. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the famous Maria Bees uh, yeah, from yeah. Eastern Europe. But yeah, she was like, she's trending because she had an interview um, in the L.A. Times when the glow up is so real, uh, looking like a million bucks pulling up in a million trucks. Uh, <laughs> and the you know they're talking like this and that, like oh, we found out that she was in her last week of school at Bulgaria's like national film and theater school academy. Right. And she heard about that last day of auditions, got it whirlwind. Boom. Now you are her. Uh, but the, I think the one interesting part was the, you know, like the film. And even when we were talking about it, it was like, look at this, this black woman intervening to like save these people. Like, you yeah. know, there's this woman, Janice, who was like the, like the babysitter. babysitter remember who yeah. she was like, She's like, oh, no, honey, what is he telling you? Like, you are a woman. Like, you know, she was truly, like, mortified at what her what Maria Bakalova's character was saying. And I think a lot of people were like, damn, like, she's actually the hero of this film. Like, this real person who, even though this was like a bullshit prank comedy film, like, t- connected with whoever she felt this other human being was to, to, like, try and bring some positivity out. And when they asked about her, she said... Janice is a true angel. I will always think of her. I will always think of her as my godmother, a real hero and life coach. She just wanted to help this girl become a strong uh, woman. And she said, we had a real human connection from the very first time we met. I called her on Thanksgiving. Um, It was my first American Thanksgiving. And I was so happy to talk to her that I started to cry. And she was just saying how just that's this this had this very real connection even though it was like a thing like it wasn't just like yeah and that was the movie and i was done it's like no that left an Im- impression on her uh, so yeah good to see yeah. that so i think the um the babysitter the woman uh janice was at first like i didn't know shit and i wasn't very pleased that this uh that i was like fucked with in this way mm-hmm. um but that's cool at least that they had a, a good i think like most people were at the end of it uh like just kind of like oh huh i thought it was a real thing <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> exactly fuck you <laughs> but yeah uh i guess all is well that ends well huh? one note uh on the whole back on the whole food story uh th- this is not an up-to-date story but uh as for one of the possible reasons why the CEO of Whole Foods might have been being asked about healthcare uh, when he tried to shift gears. There uh, is that in uh, they were planning to cut healthcare coverage for anybody working uh, at, for part-time workers, basically people who were working between twenty and thirty hours. So uh, you know that would be nineteen thousand, uh, or sorry, nineteen hundred Whole Foods workers were going to lose their healthcare benefits in twenty twenty. Uh, I don't know if that ended up going through, but that is probably a reason why 
somebody might have asked him. So shout out to them. Oh, wow. Um, maybe it, if I mean, they just ate better and paid for more. I mean. $10 asparagus cups. Jack, asparagus put, put, water. put your fucking helmet on and get near your fainting couch because it turns out he is what a self-identified free market libertarian. Oh. <laughs> of course. Shit. It says, as a, as be, as a beginning businessman, <laughs> he was challenged by workers for not paying adequate wages and by customers for overcharging during a time when he was having difficulty breaking even. He began to take a more capitalistic worldview and discovered the works of Ludwig. Oh, my God. Like, it's just he's just all in. And also, I mean, I don't have to tell you what comes after this. If I told you he's a he's a free market libertarian. You know who his favorite uh, author is already, baby? Ayn Rand. Ay, ay, ay. You're so correct. Ayn Rand. <laughs> he loves the novels of Ayn Rand. So, of I mean, why are we fucking ever surprised? What? Like, <laughs> he's just a fucking parody of himself. Oh, man. That is, shout out to, shout out to that man. Although in college was a democratic socialist, for the record. Far to record. Uh-huh. Uh, the people who are right wing love to act like, oh, uh, you know, I used to be left wing, but it's impractical. Um, oh my God. Why? Of course. I mean, we've, this is the thing. We've known this guy sucks, but the more I'm reading, he called Obamacare fascism. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Instead okay. of socialism, okay. stating, quote, technically, Oh, my God. This is him defending Obamacare as fascism. Obamacare is just ineffective and, and bullshit and just, a, you know, it's good for the healthcare industries. Regardless, his take is, quote, technically speaking, it's more like fascism. Socialism is where the government owns the means of production. In fascism, the government doesn't own the means of production, but they do control it. And that's what's happening with our healthcare programs and these reforms. Um, I mean, it makes sense that he'd be a libertarian because he is just somebody who went out there on his own in the wild, uh, was just born into the wilderness without any advantage and built himself a home from just kindling. Uh, no, actually his father was a professor of accounting and CEO of LifeMark. Uh, of course. So, yeah. So he's just been mainlining this bullshit. Yeah. And also the, the, you're describing communism. You fuck with. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that is an appropriate uh, cross section of just for people who don't uh, know the workers control the means of production in socialism. Yeah. Um, FYI. Just to, if, if you if you cross paths with John Big Mac Mackey, Big Mac, how how much you want to bet his college friends oh, called him Big Mac? God. Or not? I don't know. Or did he they have one of those? But he tried to get it going. No, he got those. He got one of those nicknames for like the most pathetic moment of his like in in college, right? Where he's like, "Oh, it's poop overalls again." <laughs> and it's like, what is that? It's like you don't want to know. Uh, it's just you don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want to know. <laughs> don't don't worry about them. Those guys. I love those guys. Oh uh, man, I love. Them. They're my best friends. Oh, get away from me! <laughs> I love those guys. Love them. All right, guys, that is going to do it uh, for this first episode of Trending. Back at it again. Uh, we are back tomorrow with the whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.